0: The strongest man in the Bible had to learn the reality of his own weakness and the true source of strength. Today, we learn spiritual truths from the life of Samson. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we journey through the Word of God. Do you ever look at someone's life that is such a a wreck, such a ruin, and ask yourself, how did this happen? I mean, honestly, how did it get so bad? Well, if you go to the end of Samson's story and see uh, the terrible mess that is made of his life, see him dying uh, there in in that temple of a false god in the land of the Philistines, the strongest man on earth, you have to ask yourself, how did this happen? Well, that question is answered all through the story of Samson. There are a number of things from the life of Samson that are instructive to us. They're illustrative of things that we must guard against. I think in many ways the story of Samson is a preventative message to us. It is, look, don't get to the place where it can't be changed. What do we learn from the life of Samson? How did he get here? Let me tell you, first of all, he started living by sight instead of by faith. Listen to the words of Judges 14:1 again. And Samson went down to Timnath and saw a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Notice that it begins with his eyes. Doesn't every sin in some way begin with our eyes, with, with our covetousness? The Bible talks about the lust of the eyes. If you back all the way up to the beginning of time. How did sin enter the mainstream of humanity? Well, Eve saw that the fruit was good She saw that it was pleasant to the eyes, a tree to be desired to make one wise. It began with the eyes. Ask Achan, Achan, how did you take those those accursed things? You knew you weren't supposed to do that. He said, well, when I saw among the spoils that Babylonish garment, when I saw uh, the, the gold there, when I saw it began with his eyes. David, the man after God's own heart, how did you end up killing a man? How did you commit adultery? How did you make such a wreck of your life and, and bring such a curse on your family? And David would say, well, I walked out on the balcony that night and I saw a woman. It begins with the eyes. And if that's left unchecked, it continues on. The lust of the eyes goes on. And the lust of the flesh rares up. And soon we're taking the accursed thing to our own life. I wonder, is there anything in your life right now that needs to be adjusted? Anything in mine that would keep us from looking at things we should not look at. Job said, I made a covenant with mine eyes. Why then should I think upon a maid? Your eyes and your mind are connected. Uh, The psalmist David talks about guarding his eyes. Uh, My friend, we we must guard every day. We must guard every moment, especially in a filthy society. We're bombarded with it. It's all around us. No wonder the psalmist said, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. If you don't want the sin to cleave to you, you've got to hate it. And the only way to hate it is you can't keep looking at it. Because whatever you keep looking at, eventually, you're going to enjoy. You're going to develop an appetite for it. The first great step in sin in Samson's life in his story was that he started living his life by sight instead of by faith. Now, don't get me wrong. There are glimmers of faith. I don't want to get ahead of myself here in our study, but we're coming to Hebrews 11. We're coming to Samson's faith. The problem with it was that it was sporadic and not consistent. There were moments where he looked to the eternal. There were moments where he kept his eyes on God. There were moments where he looked to the Lord for strength. And yet there were so many moments when he failed to live by faith and he lived by sight by what pleased him. As a matter of fact, if you continue through the story and you come down to verse 8 of Judges 14, the pattern continues. Speaking of the lion that he killed, the Bible says, And after a time he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. That may not sound like a big deal to you, but he's about to touch a dead animal. Remember, that was one of the things the Nazarites could not do. So now he's about to break the second part of his vow. Where did it begin? It began with his sight. And on and on and on through the story of Samson, we find the same thing cropping up. Judges chapter 16, verse 1. Then went Samson to Gaza, and saw there and harlot, and went in unto her. Now his eyes are controlling him. His sight life has become his regular life. What's the difference between sight and faith? Uh, They're totally different lives. As a matter of fact, we're told in Scripture that we're to walk by faith and not by sight. so, what's the difference in the two? May I say this? Sight is about what pleases me. Faith is about what pleases God. As a matter of fact, the Bible teaches us that without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So I want to submit to you today that we've got to get our eyes off of this world and on the next. We've got to get our eyes off the earthly and on the eternal. We've got to get our eyes off of the sin all around us. And in the words of the writer of Hebrews, we've got to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Take the long look, my friend. Look beyond this world. Look beyond your lust. Look beyond your desire. And instead, get your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. A few weeks ago, Morgan, our oldest daughter, brought home a dog. I'm not sure we were all real excited about it at the beginning, but we're starting to truly like the little dog. And one of the challenges has been trying to train this puppy. You know, I've learned that puppies will do just about anything for a treat. And so to use the treat is, is fine. The secret is to get the dog to look beyond the treat to the master, to wait for the master's command, to wait for the master to call, Perhaps we need to get our eyes beyond the thing that seems to be dangling in front of us. That's the sight life. And we need to look beyond that to the Master. The only victory over sin is found in faith. That's why 1 John says, This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I truly believe that every victory in life is connected to faith. The just shall live by what? Faith. Jesus said to his disciples in Mark 11, 22, have faith in God. Do you want victory over your sin today? Do you want victory over your selfishness? Do you want victory over the sight life? Then do this. Exercise faith in God. You came to Jesus Christ as a sinner by simple faith. You look to Him trusting that He was enough for your soul's salvation. Can you not trust Him to deal with your flesh? Can you not trust Him today to give you victory over the sin in your life? Oh, Jesus is enough, my friend. And He's much greater, much greater than that sin dangling before you, much greater than anything we see here on this earth. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. I submit that the first great sin you see in Samson's life is that he started living by sight instead of by faith. His faith was sporadic and not consistent. And if you want to live a consistent Christian life, then every day must be a faith day. Every step must be taken by faith, not by reason, not by logic, not by what we can see. Friend, if you live by what you can see, you're going to make an absolute mess out of your life. And if you don't believe me, ask Samson. But would you look to the Lord today? Would you believe that He has His eye on you already? Would you believe that He sees better than you see? He sees the end from the beginning? From His eternal vantage point, His ways are higher, His thoughts are higher, and you can trust Him. Believe that God's way is the best way, and in the words of Jim Elliott, that God always gives His best to those who leave the choice with Him. Don't live by sight today, live by faith, and by the grace of Almighty God, live in victory. Samson is a reminder to us all that our strength is in God alone. Thank you for joining us today. Visit scottpauley.org for additional resources and an archive of all of the Enjoying the Journey episodes. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again soon.